This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. Now, some of you may not care very much about the World Cup or tennis or gaming, but here's something I bet everyone would want to know more about, Omicron. The single most feared word today, you could say. This Wuhan virus variant has set off alarm bells globally. Ten days ago, only South Africa had reported the variant. Today, more than 30 countries have confirmed cases of Omicron. The list includes the UK, South Africa, Brazil, Australia, Germany, Hong Kong, India, Spain, Canada, the Netherlands. Belgium has reported its first case, as has Austria, also France. This variant is crossing borders very quickly, and here's what we know about it so far. One, Omicron has an increased risk of reinfection, and two, Omicron has a higher number of mutations. That's all the World Health Organization has confirmed so far. So before I proceed, I want to remind you to not panic. While you must stay safe and alert, panicking is uncalled for. Countries around the world are doing what they can to contain Omicron. The United States, for example, plans to ask all international passengers to furnish RT-PCR reports irrespective of their vaccination status. The United States is also planning to extend mass, mask requirements on flights, trains and public transport till the 18th of March. In another part of the world, South Korea has made vaccine pass mandatory for those visiting cinemas, restaurants and public spaces. Seoul has also reimposed limits on private gatherings. In Canada, the country's most populous province has lowered the eligibility age for booster shots. Ontario will now give boosters to those who are 50 or above. In India, the Ministry of Health has answered some FAQs. It said that in terms of the precautions, same rules apply as before. Masks, vaccination, social distancing and maintaining good ventilation. This is what you need to do. Now, here's a trend that we have noticed so far. While Omicron is contributing to an exponential rise in cases, there isn't really a significant spike in deaths. Take South Africa, for example. On the 23rd of November, South Africa reported 868 new cases. The next day, over 1,200. 2,500 new cases were reported on the 25th of November, 8,500 cases on the 1st of December, over 11,500 cases on the 2nd of December. The graph, as you can see, is constantly on the rise. Now compare this graph to the one representing daily deaths. On the 23rd of November, South Africa reported 51 deaths. On the 25th of November, 114 deaths. Then 28 deaths on the 1st of December, 44 deaths the next day. As you can see, there is not a clear rise in this graph. Now, while there is a lot of talk about this variant being deadlier than Delta, there is still no scientific evidence to back this claim. While cases are rising steadily, deaths are not. And thank God for that. Does that mean that the Omicron variant is not really all that dangerous? Or does it mean vaccines are breaking the link between infection and death? Well, whatever be the case, the numbers so far are working in our favor, except there is one concern, and that's children. Say it's the vaccines that are preventing deaths, or the combination of vaccines and acquired immunity that's protecting us from severe COVID. What happens to those who have not been vaccinated? Our children, for example. Are they more at risk? 
Most countries still do not have a vaccine for those under 18, meaning most, more of our infants, toddlers and adolescents are still unprotected against the Wuhan virus and its emerging variants. Does that mean that they are the most at risk right now? Experts have not said anything in this regard, but these are some of the questions that we will have to address as countries like South Africa enter the Omicron wave. 